I'm in the studio with a very attractive young lady. How's that for an intro? <laughs> That's lovely. Thank you. Amelia <laughs> Peterson, how you doing? You are with... Americans for Prosperity. Now, would you call that a political organization? What exactly is that? I would call it a political organization because uh, everything we do has to work with government, uh, mostly getting government out of the way. <laughs> so, so, so would I be safe to say you're more Republican-leaning or Democratic-leaning? Where do you fit in in that? We are nonpartisan um, and nonprofit, but even though we're nonpartisan, I would say that you know just by virtue of the principles that are kind of in our wheelhouse of things that we work on and the principles that we adhere to that Republicans are the ones who fall in line with that most of the time. Although there are some crossover issues and our motto is we work with everyone to do good. So we work with Democrats a lot too. The term AFP, Americans for, for Prosperity, correct? Yes. Okay. Are you familiar with what they call prosperity churches? Do you know about this? I am, yes. Okay. So, so and, I, and I, the reason I ask is, is that when you're saying, when the word prosperity comes in, some people go, you just want people to make money. Isn't that what you do? We do want people to make money. We want like, you know, uh, everyday Joes to make money. We want them to make more money. And that can happen, you know, when the government gets out of your way and starts stops making it, you know, more difficult for you to make money in your small businesses and stops taking your money by taking more of your hard-earned money through taxes. So yes, we definitely want people to make more money. So you would be, is there libertarian leanings as, as, as well as where you're at? Uh, yes, I think a lot of people would say that there are libertarian leanings to our organization as a whole, but we have a we have a huge mixture of people that work together, and it's some of some of them are libertarians, some of them are hardcore conservatives, and a lot of us are a mix. So now, what do you do on a daily basis? What does your job entail? On a daily basis, uh, I go out and work with folks at the local level um, for education, you know, learning about their government, learning uh, what the policies, what kind of legislation is coming down the pipe, um, learning about their elected officials, how to interact with their government, um, how to influence their elected officials. Sometimes people think that, you know, there are these fancy people up there in their ivory tower and, you know, they don't know how to approach them. And so, you know, they're just, they're our neighbors. They're people like you and me. You know, the interesting thing for me is on a local level, on a national level, we've got over the last probably seven, eight years, a lot of what I call the first syndrome. We have the first black vice president, yeah. the first woman this, the first woman that. But on a local level and on a state level, women have been involved in politics for quite some time, haven't they? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we've we've had a lot of great women who've been involved in politics. Um, you know, Mary Elizabeth Coleman is a good example of that. She's over in Jefferson County area and they, you know, she's been in the House for um, several years and was just elected to the Senate. We've got, yeah, we have lots of women that have been elected to the Senate in this last cycle. Now, what's your background? How did you get into this? Do you have college? Do I, can I be nosy, that kind of stuff? Sure. Actually, my my story on this is a little weird. My background is actually in psychology. Really? <laughs> I worked in the mental health field for several so years. So that's why you're dealing with politicians, <laughs> exactly, right? Mental right, health, right? right? Yeah. Right. I, tell, I tell everybody, this makes me uniquely suited to work in right, politics. Right? Exactly. Either I'm crazy or everybody else well, is. Well, <laughs> I, think, I think the latter is probably true. I think everybody's crazy in politics, exactly, but that's a whole other story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I just, um, something kind of got me hooked a few years ago and I did immersion therapy in Missouri politics and did a deep dive, but I really found I was looking for my space and really what pulled me into it is that I liked working with people. Really? Um, it's the relationships really is really what it's about for me. And I, when I talked to people, there was a ton of frustration with, you know, 
things just not going well for people. You know, your gas prices are going up, your food prices are going up, things you're, you're electing these politicians and they're, they're going to supposedly serve the people and then they end up not doing what you thought they were going to do or what they told you they were going to do and you or, don't know what to do about that. Or my complaint is, and don't take this, and this is not a, a shot at Josh Hawley, but when Josh Hawley got elected to attorney general, one of his things was, I'm not using this job as a stepping stone to another position. And two months later, he's running for Senate. Oh, we can take shots at Josh Holland. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I, to me, that's what's frustrating to me is like, yes. okay, you said this, but now you're contradicting. How do I believe anything you say? You know what right. I mean? You're right. The whole ladder climbing thing. Right. And that's what, that's what we watch. And that's why, you know, that's the nature of politics, so to speak. And it's an anomaly when it, when it is done differently. For example, someone like Ben Brown, who, you know, kind of got escalated to fame through resisting the lockdowns with his restaurant exactly. in St. Louis County. You know, he's an anomaly for somebody to go straight to the state Senate, you know, from just being a, a, a guy who's fighting for his restaurant and fighting for the people of St. Louis County. You know, that's, that's the anomaly. But usually um, people kind of work their way up the political ladder through They local start out positions. like as a yeah. city alderman or yeah. something like that. And that's why, you know, people don't like to pay attention to the local, local politics, but it's really important that they do because that's where they Start. Well, see, what I find interesting was a lot of these people are very accessible until you get up the food chain where you're dealing with sometimes the state senators, and especially when you get into the federal government, the reps, the senators, almost inaccessible. It depends on the representative, depends on the legislator. Some of them are more accessible than others. I know a lot of them who make a conscious effort to attend a lot of these local level grassroots groups meetings, whether it's, you know, conservative um, groups or Republican clubs, whatever it is, they really make an effort to get out there and attend those kind of meetings and be accessible to people. Um, or if you call their office and you want to, you know, get in touch with them in that way, some of them are a whole lot better than others about responding to you. And so that's something that's important to pay attention to, um, because if you're trying to you know get in touch with your legislator and they're not being responsive you need to take that into consideration when you go back to the polling booth so backtracking middle you mentioned our backtracking just a little you mentioned that you were a psychology so you have a psychology degree Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My degree is in psychology. <laughs> really? From from where? Can I be nosy? Uh, from, well, it's MSU now. So Springfield. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Missouri State, which, yeah. and can, can I tell you an interesting story about how I found out about that? Yes. You know, one of the reasons why they renamed it? No. Okay. You're not going to believe this story, but a friend of mine, his son was playing high school football and he was being highly recruited. He was being highly recruited at the time by Southwest Missouri State. And he said, my son will never go play for a multi-directional school. And I said, what? And he says, multi-directional, Southwest. In, in college sports, if you have like Northwest, Southeast, that is considered to be like the minor colleges and you don't go to school there. Really? You go to the big colleges like Mizzou or like Alabama. You don't go to Southwestern Tennessee State. You go to Tennessee. And that's why they changed the name because it gave it more of a, uh, especially in athletics, it gave it more of a like, wow, these guys are for real. This is Missouri State. You know? <laughs> so is a unidirectional university even worse? Because I did my first half at Missouri Southern State 
It used to be MSSC. Well, now but no, it's no, but, you, but no, see, on, on the pecking order, that's better. So in other words, oh, okay. if it was like, if like you know, if you're like Southern Missouri, which we had, that would be okay. But oh, Southwest, okay. see, that's the multi-directional thing. In other words, South would be okay. You know, North, North would be okay. East or West, but not Southwest because that's multi-directional. Alrighty then. If people want to get a hold of you and find out more about what you do, or I mean, do you help people like dealing with politicians or stuff like that? Or is that I something do, you can do all the time? Anybody is always welcome to contact me. Um, in fact, I'll just give you my phone number because wow. that's probably the best way to reach You're me. You're a brave woman. I do <laughs> no, I do that on the air, too. I will talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> even me? Even you. <laughs> you are welcome to call my number. So my number, of course, my name is Camelia. Um, call me or text me anytime. My number is 417-726-9475. And spell your first name. I think, or spell both names because we talked about the fact that there's another Peterson who you know who spells <laughs> the name different. So spell both names right, in case so, people want to search you. So Camelia is C-A-M-E-L-L-I-A. And it's Peterson, P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N. So you're um, an S-O-N, not an E-N. I'm an S-O-N, yeah. And Got probably it. my most common social place that you can find me um, on the web is on Twitter. And actually, it's my handle there is Rare Camellia, R-A-R-E, and then Camellia. Got it. Thanks for coming in today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Pleasure. Uh-huh.